Um, this is Hondo, and Susie's with me. Today we're going to try our first ever podcast. How hard can it be? Um, I think we should do it for both methods and social dance, because anybody that's in social dance is by default a teacher. You think so? I think so. So the goal of our podcast is just to do a recap of the classes we teach. Um, Susie's doing a 10 o'clock methods of teaching rhythms and dance and an 11 o'clock social dance, and I'm there as a, her teaching assistant. I'm just the loud one. So I'm going to try to lead us through a little podcast recap of what we covered today. Um, 10 o'clock class? Yeah, start with methods then? Yes. So the methods class we did, we introduced the syllabus, told them what we expected of them. And we did a little note card, asked them some questions that will just help facilitate class. But one of the questions was... If, if for someone who wasn't there, what were the questions you asked? Oh, so I asked them their names. I had them put on a little note card. Their names, their year in school, majors and minors, just so we get an idea of where they're coming from. What they want to do when they get out of school. So if they want to teach or if they want to be a uh, physical therapist or what, what is it that they're working towards. Um, and what ages they wanted to work with. If they were elementary or secondary or maybe older adults. Um, if there were any sports or activities that would affect their attendance, just that's just literally for helping facilitate the class. If they want to teach or live in a big town, or like a big city or a little town, because again, it affects the way that they teach dance classes. And ask them if there's anything they want, want to learn. And that brought a lot of giggles, so I'm kind of afraid to look at the cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked them bef before you left, or when you went there, I said, what do you guys want to learn? And they said, we wrote it on the cards. Uh, so yeah, what are you going to do with these cards? So now I get to go through them, and I, I check them out to see if we're teaching in the right area. So if we're really high in the number of kids that want to teach elementary, then we'll, we'll focus a little bit more of our time on the elementary dances, or secondary dances, or if they want to teach at a, at a health club, we would go into more, maybe a little bit more into the line dances, fitness area, rather than too many little kids' dances. But we'll try to focus a bit. Underscores the fact that no one syllabus matches a class perfectly. No. So no. we come in with a plan, and then the plan adapts to the class. But having a plan in place makes all the difference. And for today's plan, you had Cupid Shuffle on the list. And that was it in that class. And in teaching the Cupid Shuffle, we like to start with that. Um, it, 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 can, it serves a couple of great purposes. The first one I like it for is if somebody's not sure they want to participate in a group class, we can tell them, join us for the warm-up. And then we teach them some side-togethers and the touch steps and the turn. And then the music starts and they don't know that they've learned to dance. A little way to, to, to get people the confidence they, feel they need so they can feel like they can join. Uh, Cupid Shuffle also teaches changing weight as you're moving side-together and it teaches the transitions on the eights. So the students learn to count to eight, they learn to count to four, they learn how to move side to side and transition back and forth, they learn the kick steps and the touch steps, and turning left, those are the elements we, we get to cover in the Cupid Shuffle. That was it yeah. for methods? And then we did the first day drill skill with them. We oh. gave them an assignment for Talk about Wednesday. what the first day skill drill is. We invented this. Right, yes. so it turns out that a lot of the kids that we were getting in this class years ago were really afraid of of music. I think it was more music than anything because they were athletes. They could move like crazy. I don't think it's music. I think they're afraid of dancing. 
well, right, but I think they could they could do, we knew that they did warm-ups and cool-downs in the sports they were in. And so we knew that they could move, and they've got this great hand-eye coordination. They're just awesome athletes. But as soon as you added music behind them, that's when they would get nervous. And so we came up with an idea where we just had them bring in a move that they've done in their sporting, whatever sport it is. So football does grapevines or karaoke's. Um, so a lot of people do jumping jacks, things like that. Something that they've done before. Something from their physical training. That they're used like to. Like high kicks or or the double Heisman. Or, or, or cherry pickers. Something or, that they're used to doing as their, as their warm-up for, for their sport. They get to come in and teach something they already know. And so that right away gives them confidence. And I think they all do a great job with it. They do great with it. So, and so when, once they've taught it, then we take them and we move them together and... and and have them teach each other, but then we add music behind it. We make them count to eight. And by the time they're done, they they put four people together and they come up with the 32 count dance. And it takes all the pressure out of it for them. So they get to be creative by, by, by choreographing a four part 32 count dance based on the four moves that they just, the four moves that each of them taught. And Susie puts them in groups of four. And then she puts them as a whole class and then sometimes we can make like a, a giant choreography out of all of the all of the elements, and we have a dance. Some years we've even named it for the class year, like yeah. the, the the line dance of 2014. Um, <laughs> and then oh, we forgot to do the musicality thing. Do you want them to bring a song in? I, I'll, we'll do that later. Yeah, that'll okay, come. Okay, because then they get to put their own music to the dance. Yeah. And that was it for methods. That was it. Okay, so first day for methods, they don't just get a syllabus and go home. They actually worked quite a bit today. Um, but they did leave about 10.30, so we yeah. worked through it fast. Yeah. It's a smaller class this year. There's 10 people. No, 9 people. So it's a little bit smaller, so things move a little quicker. 10? Did we end up with 10? Because no. one guy added? Oh, yeah, we might have ended up with 10. So if yeah. we have the 10 plus us 2, that gives us 12. At least yeah. it gives us a, a, the epic 12 yeah. for formations. Which works out great. And so Susie's working from note cards like her mom did for years. Um, and the goal is to build the, the dynamics that her mom had in classes everything was so fast and everybody reports back to us after they've graduated and moved on how much fun mrs c's classes were so our goal is to to build on that legacy and then at 11 we have a, a, a dance class called social dance and why don't you take us through the, the the pieces we covered today so for social dance it's a little bit bigger class and we thought well it's more fun to move than to listen to me talk so Instead of doing the syllabus right away, we brought everybody out on the floor and we made them do the Cupid Shuffle. We just taught with the music behind us so that, because the song is four minutes long, it's a long song, so, and the Cupid Shuffle is pretty easy, so we could just teach right over the music. Then we had them do the Grand March, which is just, it's kind of an old time dance that... <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody what yeah. the Grand March is. Okay. Just tell them why we do it. We do it because we can see if they can keep feet, and it seems to get them moving in different directions, and they, they have a good time with it. They don't realize that they're actually dancing. We play a song from an old teaching record called Cotillions for America, is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, I think so. And it's 12 and a half minutes long, and it has march music two time, one, two, mm -hmm. one, two, mm -hmm. one, two. So the beat is real easy. It, it kind of replicates, if you're at a parade and the marching band is marching down the street, everybody can kind of keep time with the band. 
So we tell people, step left on the one, and we sort of look around the room and see how the group is doing. And everybody does really well until we get to the tunnel. Right. And then everybody just stops. We Some people were moving it, but the tunnel does slow that down a little. But in the Grand March, Susie had them go uh, come up in pairs, and then they zippered fours. off and came up in fours, zippered the fours and came up in eights, and then went down to a handhold, and we did a serpentine, and then wound it into the middle of the room into a snail and unwound that came back up the room and zippered in singles, matched again, then we zippered in couples, then the couples zippered, and we did, no, no, before no. that we did the crisscross. Yeah. We added crisscrosses without teaching it to them, where the, you go from diagonal across the room, one quarter to the other, and then you crisscross, and then you come back the other way. We should have only done one round, though. We should have come back around, because it's better from one end of the room. Uh. It's, hard to, it's hard to hairpin back against yeah, the group. Yeah, because there's so many of them. So it's we should have crossed, came around the room and crossed the yeah. same way again. Yeah. Still worked fine. And then, then we zippered in couples. Um, did overs and unders. Overs and unders, or, or what they dives. call duck and dive. <laughs> and that, how did it go? I, I can't it, see yeah. behind. because no, it was hilarious. There's always somebody that tries to go two in a row, and you yeah. hear the laughing. Yeah. And then we came through the, um, the tunnel, inverted the tunnel, and made a big circle, and we went into... The glowworm mixer. Old classic. Yeah. Music is from, like, caveman know, era. Yeah. We should look up when that recording was made because it's, it's so old. It's so old. It's the Glowworm song. The Mills Brothers have a good version. Yeah. Uh, Dean is, Martin has a good version. This is before all of those, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's pretty old. So the old music you can hear, still still hear the scratching on the record. So we make him do it slow with that one, and then we speed it up to another song that's a little bit more up-tempo. But you and your mom and Lance are right. Having music without lyrics makes a difference. Because you can feel the beat better. Yeah. But then I got my way, and I get to hear a faster song by Train. We did drive by to do the Glowworm in the second round, but I think there's a four-beat bridge in there. There is, without a doubt. <sighs> so that doesn't come out on the phrasing, so we have to get another song. New song coming. So up. Train doing drive-by is fun, but it gets us off halfway through the song. So but everybody to... loves the song. Yeah, so. I know. It was. It's well, we can find that tempo. It's like 140, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, with the glowworm and the grand march, what are we what are we instructing? What are they getting out of that? What are the elements? Well, it's forward walks, backward walks, um, some turning ability, changing partners, escort position, two hand position, um, line of dance, line, line of direction, yeah, yeah. two hand hold, leaders palm up, follows palm down. We start to introduce the idea of lead and follow. Hopefully Even though that's kind of sketchy anymore. Yeah. Um, we're building rhythm because you have to work. It's teamwork, too. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't stay in time with everybody, the, the group kind of falls apart. That's only happened once or twice in the 20-some years. Rarely, So yeah. the glowworm is pretty effective. Yeah. Um, and then after the glowworm... We did the Roomba. But we did some walks across the room. Yeah. And I got mixed up. Susie wanted us to move into two-step, but we usually go into waltz or, or a box step here, so I kind of went off the rails. <laughs> and I taught him forward walks and backward walks and then taught the Roomba box. Which um, worked out just fine. But the, the goal for her on her note cards, which we didn't have them today. If I had seen the note card, I might have I might have not taken us off track. I don't but know if you still would. You weren't so fine. sure about it yesterday. Um, but the, the, the side togethers in the Cupid Shuffle work perfectly for the country two-step. Rhythm two-step, which moves sideways. But 
I know you guys never taught that in your class, so nope. I've always been nervous about putting that first. Right, I know. So we did the Roomba box, um, which went really well. We did two-arm hold or practice hold, so the, the high hold on the shoulders. And then um, we played Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. Um, just, do we do Margaritaville or just Stand By Me? I think just Stand By Me. Because I was teaching and you were running music. And then we switched roles. Susie taught the two-step. Isn't that not backwards? I grew up doing the two-step, and she's the one out there teaching it. You grew up doing the Roomba, yeah. and I'm out there teaching it. How dumb. Okay, yeah. blame that one on me. That's how it worked out <laughs> this time. No big deal. Uh, so um, then um, after Susie taught the rhythm two-step, she put them in, a, in a, a circle. Leads on the inside, follows on the outside. And since the rhythm two-step moves three to the left, it, it moves line of dance really well. And so we did a couple of basics, changed partners a couple times, even like close um, position. Gotta look up the song I used. Um, I didn't use Killing Time because it's too slow. Yeah. But we can use that sometimes. But today's two step was um, Your Second Home Just Became Your First by Tracy Lawrence. That's 130 beats a minute. And it was, this class needed the faster song because when they did the dance box, they couldn't balance when you did slow steps. Slower means harder to balance, Absolutely. not easier. So um, they needed. We needed to speed it up a little bit for them, but not so much that they couldn't stay up with it. And not to go out of order too much, but the Grand March clock's in at 128 beats a minute. The Glowworm is 103. Oh, that's why it's so... But drive-by uh, from train is 120 beats a minute. That, that would, yeah, 140 would be really fast. Right. So, um, so that's see, we did... That wrapped up the class, didn't it? Yep. And then Susie sat everybody down and gave them the overview of class. Yeah, and the syllabus and what was expected. So pretty show easy. Show up to class. As long as they show up, they get a pretty darn good grade. They just have to show up. So that makes it nice and easy. There's a couple of guys in there from Chicago, and we asked them how many people live there, and they weren't sure, but like three or four million. And so we used that a little bit to emphasize how we teach a small town style, and that knowing a lot of different things helps when you're in a small town. And we call that the hometown level. And that uh, as they move forward in the class, they'll get up to the downtown style where they add a little more precision. And then we had the club members uh, stand up and, and so everyone could meet the ballroom club president and swing club president. Um, Tyra is president of ballroom club. Harley, president of swing dance club. And they got up and talked for a couple of minutes so everybody would know who they are. And we told everyone they're uptown dancers. So I think... You want to know what was on the cards that those guys want to learn? They said, I asked them, I said, what was it? And they said, oh, it's a song, it's a song. <laughs> do you want to do that on the podcast? It's the get up. Oh, the get up. I knew it. I knew it. Everybody will I want to do that. Yeah. Three cards say the get up. Oh, the get up. They dance. all want to learn the get up. Okay, dance. we have to promise it, but give me a couple of days to learn it. <laughs> I give you a couple it's, of weeks. It's not that hard, but it, it doesn't, to be able to break it it doesn't have a, I don't think it has a clean break. No. You know, or it's like repeats every 32 counts. No. But no. it is, it's pretty cool. Yep. Ah, it's flavor of the month. Yep, but you know, they want to do it, so I guess... Flavor of the month is cool. We have, we have space for that. Right here, flavor of the month. See, I have a line right yeah. there on my card. I'm glad it wasn't the wobble. Is that the only request? Yep. Really? Well, no Balboa. They want Balboa. Oh, that's... <laughs> some of our club members are in the methods class. I know who put that down. Yep. Um, but uh, what's wrong with the wobble? Well, the wobble's okay. You still like shaking your shoulders or what? I don't mind the wobble. It's better than a soldier boy. That one was what? 
for a while. I didn't like that one. Again, that's the flavor of the month. But the wobble has had staying power. Yeah, I'll, if, I'll go with the wobble. If you go that's to a right. street dance, there's going to be certain things that they always play. Copperhead Road, the Night Fever, the Electric Slide, the Cotton Eye Joe, yeah. uh, the wobble is in there. Yeah, it um, is. So you have to know that some of these things are standards, and that's where you start your teaching. Yeah. Not You don't start with flavor of the month. No. Not my opinion, but it's no. your class. I'm just the loud one. That's all good. So what do you think? What else would be good for these kids? If somebody were you know, like, oh, I didn't get to the class. No, that's perfect. Is that it? Yep. Plus, we have to go to the meter for the car. No, we have eight minutes left on our quarter. <laughs> okay. I good job, Hondo. Thanks. 16 minutes and 30 seconds.